we've got frost advisories everywhere except for Danville. 40 now in Lynchburg and Bedford. 41 in Roanoke. Danville's 46. Salem's 40. And so is Appomattox. So you and I were talking about just the cost of everything going crazy. I'm thinking the flea market may be the place where we need to go find some special things for holidays. I, I, well, we had a great flea market mm-hmm. um, over the weekend. Mm-hmm. Prices were good. I mean, right. they, people were there to sell sell things. Right. And uh, yeah, we hit some great, great deals mm-hmm. uh, this weekend. But I was telling you some things that I, I was going to buy for a child that I had bought just a year ago. Mm-hmm. And it had gone from like $25 to $40. Right. And even the grocery store. Yeah. I went to pick up. Where uh, there's only apparently 11% increase. That's what that's what Sleepy Joe says. <laughs> right. But uh, tell that to Sister Schubert's because I'm telling you, that big bag of rolls that you used to be able to get for a little less than $4 mm-hmm. is, you know, seven fifty now. Right. That's almost a 100% increase. Right. I mean, it's just everything yeah. is out of control yeah, right now. Uh, I went to buy uh, jelly jars because mm-hmm. I made apple butter over the weekend. Mm-hmm. That seven dollar pack of jelly jars was eleven something. Wow! Yeah, <laughs> it's just I don't know. Yeah, that's uh, that's insane. A little bit crazy. Yeah. So uh, we have a, a former governor speaking out uh, about Joe Biden and the energy chaos that uh that we're dealing with steve forbes says that uh the biden administration is turning to filthy foreign oil options right and we're uh in a perpetual state of energy independence again (laughs) um but he he came out and spoke out uh, about that um and says rather than correcting his many mistakes and regulating American energy to the brink of extinction, the administration has fecklessly deployed its own price-fixing tools, flooding the market with America's strategic oil reserves. Right. And if 260 million barrels wasn't enough, they're now set to release another 10 million barrels next month. Really? An announcement just in time for the midterms. Right. Because we got to keep those prices low so we can really stick it to you after that. Right. Oh, I All mean, right. making us more and more vulnerable, mm-hmm. and and even with that, we're still a buck fifty higher than when he took office. Right? Yeah, absolutely. Eight six six nine one six three seven seven six. You're on the morning jam. Good morning, Mark. Uh, Jan, Jan, do you uh, make your uh, crock, uh, apple butter in the crock pot? I do. Yeah, I do too. That's you can just uh, let it cook slowly, slowly, and you got to keep stirring it, keep them sticking. Yeah, yeah, that's right. I've I've got it on. Uh, Got it on warm right now. Hopefully, it's going to be okay when I get home. <laughs> hey, hey, look, I was I was up at one of the orchards one year, and they were making apple butter. Uh-huh. And, uh huh. And the guy, a guy was sitting there stirring. He said, "Would somebody relieve me for a while?" I said, "Sure, I'll relieve you for a while." And the guy beside me said, "You probably not get up there, but nobody might not relieve you. You stuck with stirring. You stuck with stirring the apple butter until somebody else comes." Oh no! It's yeah. like when we were kids and we would make ice cream. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and you and yeah. you crank yeah. crank it until your arm got so sore. Yeah, and then but, they came up with the electric ones. Uh, but they, we'll be going back to the other ones. They kept us uh, they kept us busy right. and cranking it because the kids were all motivated. <laughs> so that yeah, well, that's, that's a my good daddy, thing. My daddy, go ahead. I'm sorry, I didn't mean to interrupt you. No, you're all right. But, but my daddy used to make me sit on it. 
to hold it down while he was turning it. Oh, while he oh. was cranking it? Okay, yeah. <laughs> no, you had yeah. some chunky ice in there. Yeah. <laughs> if that was the case. Yeah. That's great. Well, I appreciate I'm the call. We're good sitting on my butt. Anyway, I called you guys. I, uh, uh, my camper beside of me is, is Ashley Eddington. He plays with uh, Averett University. He got hurt in the game uh, Saturday night. Mm. And uh, and he may have he may his football career may be over. He's oh. got a busted ankle. Oh That's no! But anyway, he, he's gonna be staying like they they uh, the, the family that moved in beside of me uh, uh, was so nice and they were they just come up to just watch their son play. They from Georgia, but anyway, they moved in beside of me, and I got to know them. And they got a dog named Winston. Ah, uh, I have a dog named Winston. <laughs> Yep. I know what I, I sent you a picture. I sent you a video and a picture of them. Oh, you see. All right. Okay. I'll, I'll hey, go take a look. Hey, Janet. Uh huh. He, he makes look. He makes uh, 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 your dog look like a flea. Oh, so, probably. <laughs> they was walking. To, somebody was out there walking the other day, and some, and some hikers came by. They thought he was a bear and took off running. Oh, oh no. no! So he's he's one of those big <laughs> dogs. He's a hey, big boy. Appreciate the call, Lester. Wow. Well, you know. Um, of course hunting season's in yeah and uh my mark and his son went hunting saturday okay did and they do okay they did they but they both got does mm-hmm. uh mitch <laughs> mitch got down to go go trail his mm-hmm. and came across a great big old bear oh my uh-huh wow yes uh to the point that i mean he drew back on him because he was coming towards him uh, but then he went up a tree and, and, and ran off. Well, they were having trouble finding his deer. Right. So they got Buddy. Right. So Buddy's the great deer tracker. Right. And uh, he and Mark were looking for her. And, um, and all of a sudden, they heard Buddy just going crazy. Just right. bark, 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 bark. You know. And Mark said, he's it's over there. Yeah. It, it, Buddy's found her. Well, that bear had found that deer. Oh, Lordy. Had chewed her ears off. Oh. And covered her with leaves. He was coming back. He was coming back for later. More. Yeah. Oh wow, it's a smart bear. <laughs> it was. Apparently, that's what they do. I didn't wow. know they did that. I didn't either. So he just wanted a little little snack. Apparently, right, right. But yeah, Mark showed me a picture. He completely covered her up. Wow. With leaves. How about that? He's like, I'll be back later, boo boo. So wow. So <laughs> were they able to everything? Oh yeah, worked yeah. out. Okay. Everything was fine. I mean, he didn't get anything but her ears, but it's just so weird. Yeah, that's. I've that just never weird. heard of that. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. You, God bless you guys for doing stuff like that. I'm just, that that is scary. Though. I'll stay home and watch it on, you know, Nash, National Geographic or something, TV. or my other TV. Or I something. can't watch my outdoor Alaskan TV. Alaskan survival or something. Right. <laughs> so yeah. interesting uh, story that that has uh, come up. Uh, Reuters is reporting the school dr- district uh, in Uvalde, Texas, suspends entire police force. Well, it's about time. You know, I, I we know that there were um, there were people literally on the other side of that door whose lives were being taken, and there was no action being taken by by the by the police. And they was it forty five minutes. I think they determined that they waited. Um, and, you know, they, of course, I understand they didn't maybe know what they were facing, but still, you <laughs> still have to make a move. Right. You still have to do something. You In got a more timely way than that. Teachers and kids, you know, whose lives are being taken. Uh, so that's that's going to be interesting to see how um, this investigation goes. 
and it's um, the DPS trooper. Um, uh, there's all kinds of investigations going on on this thing. So uh, we'll, we'll keep so track of what's I've going on. I've never heard of a school district having their own police force. Yeah. Have you? It says Uvalde School District suspends entire police force. I Maybe it's maybe it's it, it, all the resource it officers. It was um, a small police force tasked with patrolling school grounds. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and now the guy who was in charge, he was he was fired right. in August. Mm-hmm. So, I, I guess they don't want to have a kind of a knee jerk reaction to the tragedy and and start just firing people, but. 400 law enforcement officers waited outside the school. 400. You think 400 of you couldn't have taken this guy out? Right. Mm Mm-hmm. Yep. I mean, I don't know. Yeah. Systemic failure. That's a good word for it. That's a good word for it. Absolutely. I mean, of course, you know, what were the underlings supposed to do? I mean, they take orders. Right, right. Well, I mean, one of them wanted to breach the door. Well, the one guy, I think, but he, he wasn't on the police department. He was a border patrol agent. Right, right, exactly. So he didn't have any. He sure. didn't have any bosses I, there. Right. Well, um, and the thing is, is you remember he drove the truck across the the people in the funeral home saw right what was going on. He drove it into the ditch. He runs into the thing. You got one guy. I mean, they there had to be instant intel that they could gather. And I, I, I know. I mean, and it's easy for us to yeah Monday morning, Monday morning quarterback, quarterback it, it for sure. Yeah, but I, I mean, I'm not surprised. I just think it probably should have happened sooner rather than later. Yeah. When we come back, mm. uh, Vanderbilt Pediatric Gender Clinic has paused transgender surgeries. Yeah, we'll tell you why. They were on the cutting edge. Everybody was looking to Vanderbilt. Well. You can make hundreds of thousands of dollars off of these surgeries and follow-ups. Now, it's unconscionable what they're doing. The Morning Jam with Janet Rose and Mark Lamb. The Morning Jam with Janet Rose and Mark Lamb. You think any of those folks at Vanderbilt are saying it's their fault? Well, I I don't know. They're taking taking a pause uh, right now. Vanderbilt Pediatric Gender Clinic has agreed to pause all gender transition surgeries on minors, according to a letter from the clinic mm-hmm. to a Tennessee lawmaker that was obtained by the Daily Wire. Okay. They also told the lawmakers it would protect conscientious objectors mm-hmm. who work at the facility right and don't want to take part in the controversial treatments that's a good thing mm-hmm. so at least they're not forcing them right uh, to do that uh, they're pausing gender affirmation surgeries on patients under 18 although 18 is still too young uh, while we complete this review which may take several months the letter says mm-hmm. The clinic says they've done five gender reaffirming, uh, gender affirming surgical procedures per year since they opened in 2018. I, I just want to talk about the language just for a second. We're pausing gender 
affirmation surgeries. <clears throat> They've done five gender-affirming surgical procedures. Just think about that. Gender, I'm affirming what you think you are. Right. So I'm affirming it by taking a, a surgical knife and cutting away parts well, of your body and or adding parts. Well, they're, they're saying... Um, Parental consent had been given in each case, mm -hmm. and no genital procedures have been done. Oh, okay. So, um, so what do you do then if no I, genital procedures have been done? I I'm, well, I'm I mean, I'm assuming they're taking breast off, right, and doing the hormones and all that, right? Is so they're that, they're not whacking the evidently not, mm -mm. I don't or they're know. not adding, I guess. I don't know. Hardware. It's so weird. It is. Weird. Um, the executive noted that the clinic had relied on leading medical specialty societies such as the World Professional Association of Transgender Health and the Endocrine Society. Wow, that's a long title. Mm -hmm. Yep. Leading medical specialty societies. Right. Right. Uh, it was the news was celebrated by Tennessee Republicans. Hmm. Um and Governor Bill Lee said we should not allow permanent life-altering decisions that hurt children. Mm -hmm. With the partnership of the General Assembly, this practice should end in Tennessee. I, I don't know. I mean, we it's going to be decades before before we see I know. I know. how just how damaging this is yeah. is going to be. I mean, we're seeing it some now, mm -hmm. but. You know, that's just with a few of these being done. It's it's going to be. Was it Britain? It's already backed off this. Um, One of the countries says, hey, we're, we're putting the brakes on this. Uh, wasn't it Sweden? Might have been Sweden. Sweden. I don't know. Uh, it was one of the countries. It's, uh, yeah. And, and why, I mean, these young people become the guinea pigs. Um, even though they're, they're confused sexually. I, I mean, I understand that. Yeah, but we're creating. But we're, well, we are creating by making it, if you have one thought, well, you could be. I mean, that's insane, especially when it's just so out there. It's it's almost like it's it's almost um, a fad. I hate to I hate to put it, couch it in those terms, but it, it seems like it's the thing to do. So did you know, I did not know this, did you know that John Hopkins Hospital opened a clinic for gender-affirming surgery 60 years ago. Did not know that. That's a long time ago. Mm-hmm. So I wonder where they are in all this. I mean, I know it's been going on for 60 years, but I'm just curious about the... In, in 1969, the clinic shut its doors... And while the institution claimed for years that the decision was made based on the evidence, which they argued showed such surgeries didn't benefit patients, mm -hmm. uh, new research reveals a different story. Okay. Um, the student, Walter McGrath, dug through years of archive correspondence and notes that both John Hopkins and Harvard University mm. found that internal politics and pushback from hospital lead leadership ultimately caused the clinic to close. So now they're trying to rewrite this history. Okay. Yeah. Okay. So I wonder if, if, if somebody's taken all the data and shaken it out just to see, you know, what the after effects were. Because those people now would be in their what? Lord knows. 
69 it closed? Uh, I mean, those people would be in their 40s and 50s and 60s. Depending on the age, says I says when the clinic at John Hopkins closed, others around the country shuttered too. Mm-hmm. There were 20 similar clinics in 79. Two were still operating by the mid-90s. Mm-hmm. History is repeating itself. Okay. Well, when the clinic closed, um, they said research performed at John Hopkins concluded that gender affirmation surgery had no advantage for patients, social rehabilitation. Mm-hmm. Okay. Well, uh, now they're saying the conclusions were unreasonable based on the statistics, uh, the statistics used. Okay. Well, Governor Bill Lee of Tennessee on his Twitter account said we should not allow permanent life-altering decisions that hurt children. With the partnership of the General Assembly, this practice should end in Tennessee. So there you go. Yeah. Did you read that before? I did. Oh, you did. Well, it's, it's okay. Sorry, I'm scanning down the article. Well, I did not know that repeating. that I didn't know mm-hmm. that existed 60 years ago. Yeah. Uh, well, that's that was news, news to, me. to me. Right. Learned that just today. You learn something new every yeah. day. Oh, yeah. well, I definitely do here. Wow, I, that just blows my mind. But that just seems to be where we are right now. Well, that's where we it? are. Yeah. And I, I, and I and I wonder, you know, now. I think I think what we're going to see is this trend is going to wane, mm-hmm. and it, I think it's going to be fleeting because more more of these kids are going to come out going, "Oh my God, what have I done?" Right. I mean, this isn't like getting a gauge in your ear, right? Right. Or or getting a a bad tattoo, mm-hmm. um, which right. you know everybody does dumb stuff when they're young, but this is really really big mm-hmm. stuff. Yeah, because you, I mean. People that have the, those are the, like the plugs in your ears at the gauge. Is that what you're talking about? They put those big things in their earlobes. Gauge. That's yeah, a okay. gauge. Yeah. See, I'm, I'm just not up to cultural standards. I did learn, I do however, have a tattoo, though. this weekend mm-hmm. that they will close up. Well, there you go. I, I, I was like, I didn't that, know that. Uh, apparently, you just take them down smaller and smaller and smaller, and then and they and close up just like a pierced ear. How about that? Yeah. Didn't know that. So that's not life altering. Well, I mean, you're going to be scarred, right? For sure, but it's not like. But it's not like, like I'm this. going to be able to put my, you know, my thumb through your earlobe for, forever. Right. That's right. <laughs> and tattoos can be removed. I have a nephew that had them removed when he went to work in the prison system. Okay. You don't, you don't want tattoos if you're if you're working in the prison system. You don't. No, no. no. Why? Yeah, because they can be misinterpreted oh. by by the inmates. Really? Yeah. Oh yeah. Gosh, I'm learning so much today. Yeah. So like, and some of them you might have put it on there because you had attitude at the time. Ah, uh, okay. All right, he had I a few you. of those. Oh dear, got those puppies removed off his neck. Oh Lord, oh I can't imagine how painful that was. Yeah. All right. Well, San Francisco has seen the largest drop in median income of any major city in the country during the COVID nineteen pandemic. Huh. Wealthy tech workers fled the city uh, in droves. That makes sense, yeah. There's a lot of tech. The Census Bureau compiled data on the nation's top 25 most populous metropolitan areas from 2019 to 2021 to help determine the impact. Median household incomes for the area of San Francisco, Berkeley, and Oakland 
fell from $121,000 in $551 in 2019 Mm. to $116,000 in 2021. New York City followed closely with a drop of 4.2%. And, of course, San Francisco saw a major spike in homelessness, which is probably what also made people want to flee. Well, there's too many people pooping on the streets. Sorry. Well. And And leaving their needles. Right. Exactly. I mean, it's, it is, it's horrible looking. Yeah. It's, it's, I mean, it's third world. I mean, who wants to, who wants to live? I wouldn't. And around that. I don't. Yeah. If somebody told me I had to be at a conference in San Francisco, I'd say. Check, please. Yeah. No, I will. I will zoom in. Right. I will zoom in. (laughs) I'm sure there, or I'll wait until they archive it and I'll watch it then. I'm, I'm, I'm just sorry. I'm not, there's certain cities that I'm just not going to set foot in. Yeah. You know, always wanted to go to New Orleans. Probably never going to happen now. Of course, we, you know, we talked about, we talked about this last week. Um, the city's rising crime rate mm-hmm. even has, you know, really high end real estate people saying, you know, it's it's difficult for me to tell potential candidates they should move to San Francisco. Mm-hmm. Sure. We pay some of the highest taxes, local and state, in the nation. Yeah. And yet, that's what they're dealing with. People don't want, they don't want to live around that. Hey, people, there's your full display of liber- liberalism. Right. This is where socialism. it gets you. Yep. Liberalism, socialism, left policies. Living on the street. Yep. Bad hmm. stuff. CBS News. Go ahead. WDBJ 7's on the way in just a little bit. We'll also take a look at your forecast. Kind of chilly out there this morning. It is. Frost uh, morning advisory in effect. I unhooked all the hoses this weekend. Yeah. Don't want any of that water freezing and bursting my pipes out. Love me some fall. (laughs) CBS News Brief is next. 8.31. Currently 43 degrees in Appomattox, 42 in Salem, 47 in Danville, 43 in Roanoke, 44 in Lynchburg, 43 in Bedford. It happened again. What? One of my CVSs got <laughs> run into by a car. At least it's not the what one down the road for me. people running into buildings around here? The one on Langhorn Road has been hit several times. Oh, and we've had them. We've had it happen in Danville. We've had it happen yeah. in Roanoke. Aldi got hit yep. last year. Anyways, Bedford <laughs> Fire Department was called to respond to the CVS pharmacy after getting a report of a vehicle striking the building the incident happened on east main street approximately 12 p.m this past saturday uh engine one arrived said it was a moderate uh, front end damage uh, a three by three hole there in the brick uh, the car obviously had damage as well crews say the store was evacuated and the power in the area was uh turned off and no injuries uh reported inside um the building and and really even the even the occupant of the vehicle um i yeah i'm looking at the hole it looks like it's look it looks like the front of a a small sedan right there you know how in the cartoons like when they run through the wall it leaves the imprint the kool-aid man (laughs) yeah it it sort of looks like it that's the front end of the car you kind of can make it out a little Mm -hmm. bit but uh glad that no serious injuries occurred and uh, of course we're talking about Another brick mason who's probably eight weeks behind in all of his work. So they'll put some OSB board temporarily so the you know, rodents don't get in and out. Tem- oh, gosh. Until uh, things Yeah, are- they're like, sweet. Yeah. <laughs> I know they have cookies in there. I know. I've seen people walk. Speaking of rodents, I saw two rodents in my shop. <gasps> 
this Uh-oh. weekend I was looking for a ground salt for a friend of mine uh-huh. named yeah. Mark, <laughs> your husband. Right. And I tore my shop apart. And the only good thing about that happened was I found my disc sander that has been missing for months. So that was one good thing, right. trying to find him a ground fault, which is an outlet that's got a breaker built into it. Your hubby needed one, and they're now almost $30. Insane. Almost yeah. $30 for crazy. a ground fault. Appalachian Power, a public utility company serving much of southwest Virginia, is requesting approval for a rate hike. According to a filing with the SCC, Appalachian Power incurred over $416 million in fuel expenses, as well as a balance of over $361 million in deferred fuel expenses, both of which they hope to gain back with a $20 a month increase. Mm-hmm. Uh, but uh, before Appalachian can hike rates, they have to get approval of the Virginia State Corporation Commission. The commission will hold hearings on Tuesday, December 13th. Residents can register in advance to speak at the, the event mm-hmm. by completing a form. We've put that up on our uh, on our Facebook page. Uh, you have to list the case number in that. I put that up there as well. Okay. 866-916-3776. That's the phone number. Good morning. You're on the morning jam. Hello? Didn't we lose them? Uh, evidently. Apparently, we lost them. Please call us back, 866-916. Yeah, I'm hearing a little bit of a hum, but I'm not hearing our caller. Okay. Can you hear me now? Nope. It's dead. <laughs> call us back, 866-916-3776. All right. Okay. We uh, want to remind you, tomorrow is Tuesday. That means come to the table Tuesday. Right. If you haven't put in uh, it to take part in that you can text us and uh our text number is 434-248-0704 you text that in if we pull your name out uh you will be treated to up to 10 box lunches from uh, honey baked ham they're mm-hmm. on candler's mountain road in yep. lynchburg and it's brought to you by honey baked ham and harvest baptist church where they remind you it's time to be kind and it is it is Got a call from Ruth Ann last night. She was one of our winners here, what, three, four weeks oh, ago? Yeah. Maybe longer now. Uh-huh. But, uh huh. But she's going to have to call me later because at 9.30, I better be asleep by then or I'm in trouble. And that's when, <laughs> when the call came through. We're all in trouble. I know. Yeah, that's the truth. <laughs> when that happened. I mean, it was a long weekend. You you did a turn and burn to Jamestown, North Carolina, which is where? Uh, other side of Greensboro. Okay. Not, it's you. not bad. Okay. It's not a bad uh, trip. And it's a beautiful little town. Yeah. So, yeah, it was really sweet and and just, you know, just a beautiful small town on a beautiful fall day. Mm-hmm. So it was, it was pretty cool. Yeah. We were talking about how it's a national our World Health, mm-hmm. Mental Health yes. Day. Yes. Um, Leah had texted in uh, after we were talking about how they were uh, pausing some of the transition surgeries okay Uh, she said i can see suicides coming from these decisions in Mm -hmm. the future of these young people yeah i think they're going to be much more susceptible i think so uh to to that kind of thing and Mm -hmm. and the the thing about that is what will end up happening is they'll blame society it's because society didn't accept them and that's why that's why they did it Mm -hmm. not not realizing not acknowledging the fact that these decisions have long lasting impact physically mentally mm-hmm. uh on people sure so uh, but I, I dare say she's probably right with mm. that 
So, uh, and then you were you were talking about the tattooing, which I didn't know if you worked in the prison system that you shouldn't have tattoos. Well, you shouldn't have them visible. I mean, it depends on what the tattoos are too, because it can it can send a wrong message to an inmate, and so yeah, he had his removed, and it was painful. We, and it's it expensive. expensive. Yeah, there we go. Can't get it out. We had somebody text in saying um, so many of the gangs have their own symbols and colors and mm-hmm. tattoos. And if you uh, go around an opposing gang mm-hmm. with, uh, you know, a gang color or tattoos, right. even turning your hat the wrong way. I Good know. Lord. Hey, there's like flashing your lights and stuff. There's can, so many rules. There are a lot of rules. I mean, we had. A, That's why I could never be in a gang. One time, I, nobody would want me in their gang, and you got, <laughs> unless it was like spanky. <laughs> and Wait a gang. minute, Janet, she's a great cook. I want her in my gang. That's right. <laughs> They'd fight over your your, your cooking abilities. Listen, I, you know, I was with my my uh, foster child, who at the time was like eleven, mm-hmm. but he had lived on the White Rock streets for from like age seven oh, wow. to nine. So he was running with the gangs, wanting oh, to be dear. one. And I was going down. We were going down. They want to belong, right? They want to belong, exactly. And he's a prime example of of how that about why gangs happen. Home life was insane, and uh, so we're just like riding down Fifth Street, and you know, I I waved at somebody, and my fingers were a certain way, and he took my arm, put it down. What are you doing? You just shot a gang sign, Mark. Oh, (laughs) it's because of the way I held my fingers. You know, waving to somebody. So like it was like that, a gang sign. Because like motorcycle people, they've got their little wave that right. they do when they pass each other. Right. Um, Wrong person sees it, and you oh, can be in Lordy. trouble before you know it. It's just, and you know, I mean, just we, hands to your side. People. We got we got gangs all over. They're everywhere. Yeah. Every city pretty much has them. So oh wow. I mean, no I would I would think one look at at us, and they would be like. <laughs> <laughs> What kind of gang are you in? He's driving a Honda Element. (laughs) (laughs) It's time for Janet's Five and Dine on the Morning Jam. Give her five minutes and she'll give you some great inspiration for a delicious meal tonight. So I was intrigued by the Five and Dine today, I have to admit. It is a delicious fall recipe. I want to get ground pork. I want to start experimenting with ground pork. I'm telling you. Well, I gave a recipe for a pork burger right last week Mm -hmm. which is absolutely delicious and here's the thing ground pork is more affordable than ground beef yes that was one of the things i was surprised about too right and uh you could also like when i i tell you to get a tenderloin Mm -hmm. and then you can break that bad boy up right one of the things you can do is you can grind your own pork especially if you have a kitchen aid i've got a grinder right so lots of times if i've got a pork loin i'll that's something i'll do okay uh with it but now this recipe is just it it just screams fall Mm. and i like to serve this particular recipe with uh, mashed sweet potatoes okay. instead of regular potatoes. And right. you're going to find out why that is in just a second. You're going to start with a pound of ground pork. Uh, you're going to preheat your oven to 350 degrees. And sometimes I'll use a loaf pan. Most of the time, I just freeform my mm-hmm. meatloaf. That's how I usually do it. Start by making your glaze. You're going to start with a, a half a cup of bottled chili sauce okay so like the the thai chili sauce mm-hmm. so you're going to start with the half a cup of that okay. you're going to add two tablespoons of apple juice two tablespoons of apple butter one and a half tablespoons of apple cider vinegar 
and one teaspoon of dry mustard. So instead of your typical ketchup-y kind of topping, that's going to be your glaze for the top of your meatloaf. Now, when you get ready to make your meatloaf, go ahead and put an egg, a fourth of a cup of apple butter, uh, and put in your quick cook oats, two-thirds of a cup quick cook oats, and let those get really, really soft with the egg and the apple butter. Then you're going to add in a half a cup of shredded apple. That's about one medium apple peeled. Um, I like a Golden Delicious with this. If you like a little more tart, you could go uh, Granny Smith. And then two teaspoons. Uh, This called for instant beef bouillon granules. I don't use that Mm because I don't like the salt in it. So I use better than broth uh, with mine. Two teaspoons of dried minced onion. A teaspoon of minced garlic. Um, half a teaspoon of salt. Now, you can play with that. I typically leave that out because the bouillon has some salt in it. Okay. A fourth of a teaspoon of ground pepper, and then you're just going to mix it just until it's mixed together. Mm -hmm. You're going to form your meatloaf, put it over on your um, baking sheet, and then you're going to just lightly coat your meatloaf with part, not all, of that glaze. You're going to save about a third of that glaze for later. Bake it for 45 minutes, remove it from the oven, and then brush it with the remaining glaze, return it to the oven, and bake it for 20 minutes more. You want that internal temperature to get to 160. Then let it sit for 10 minutes, slice it, and serve it. It's so delicious, and it's really great when you serve it up with some mashed uh, sweet potatoes. Sounds good. good. If you want this recipe, all you gotta do is go to Facebook, type in Janet's Five and Dine. You'll find this recipe and the pork burger recipe, too, is all there. And it's brought to you by FNL Market, where their meats are a cut above. Before you fire up the coffee maker, turn on the Morning Jam with Janet and Mark on the Virginia Talk Radio Network. I come from a long line of Southern cooks, and one thing my mama always told me was ingredients matter. That's why I trust the experienced butchers at FNL Market, Lynchburg's only locally and family-owned independent grocery store. Their staff cuts and grinds fresh meats daily and will offer you the personal service you desire for everyday meals or special occasions. This week at FNL Market, save on fresh ground round, $3.98 a pound. Family pack assorted pork chops are $2.79 a pound. Save on family pack drumsticks or thighs, $1.49 a pound. Smithfield bacon, all varieties, $3.98 for a 12-ounce package. And in the produce department, save on fresh green peppers or cucumbers, $0.79 cents each. Sign up to be a VIP Savings Club member. Text FL Market to 833-605-1804. Stop by FNL Market today, 2517 Memorial Avenue, Lynchburg. Their meat is a cut above. The Morning Jam with Janet Rose and Mark Lamb. She's taking the sword. She's putting it down her throat. It's seven, eight. It's a whole foot and a half down there. Oh, my gosh. She's pulling it out right now, Janet Rose! <laughs> Thank you, ladies and gentlemen. <laughs> <laughs> Ugh, I could never do that. Oh, I know. How do they do that? I don't know. Is it I a real know. knife? Is it a contr- you know? No, no, no. They there are people it's, who it's, can who can do that. I mean, yeah. it, it, I just I couldn't do it. Mm-mm. I mean, yeah, I barely made it through the COVID test. Yeah. So. Well, we, it's, it is a little bit of a circus atmosphere because we have Kevin on the line, and it's National Hug-A-Kevin Day. I'm hugging you. 
<laughs> Virtually. Well, thank you very much, Jay Rose. I, I do appreciate that. And that's very kind of you to say. But uh, two comments I wanted to bring up. Uh, the person that, that ran into the... Uh, CVS. Yes. Yeah, yeah. In, in the drugstore. I think was... Now, I actually saw this. Uh, it was on election day last year. Oh, no. He's breaking up. You're breaking up, Kevin. Can you pull off the road once we get you back? Oh, shit. That's why we lost his call before. He was going over the mountain. Yeah. Did we lose you? I think we did. Oh, darn. Bummer. Yeah. All right. Well, it pooped out on us. Maybe he can get back in here. Yeah. We'll, we'll see. see. <laughs> <laughs> oh, me Coke. Oh, me Coke. You owe me Coke. Okay. Did you ever do okay. that when you were a kid? We did. Said it at the same time. We also did uh, Punch Bug. Oh, don't want to do. No, don't need a bruise. <laughs> <laughs> I punch bruise Bug. Boom. I bruise easily. Oh, well, you know, you're getting old. It's fine. <laughs> this is true. Well, we were looking at Tamar's birthday. Mark Goodman. Oh, my word. From I can't even. MTV, turning 70 tomorrow, for crying out loud. Mark Goodman. All right. The guy with the curly hair, the handsome boy. And then and then Hall and Oates. Yeah, Daryl Hall is what? Wait, wait a minute. Let me go to the know, notes. I don't know, 100? It's just, what <laughs> is happening? Daryl Hall is uh, is turning 76 tomorrow. So, I had I made Brunswick, old. I made Brunswick stew. Right yesterday uh-huh. and uh aunt Lori came over okay and apparently anthony's high school reunion just took place oh really okay and they sent him photos how many years i don't know yeah i don't i don't, I don't know he, he's probably about your age okay um and he goes he goes look at all these old people <laughs> can you believe i graduated with these people and I was like, that is a whole lot of bald, my friend. Uh-huh. Does uh, he still have all his he, hair? He does. He yeah. still has quite a bit of hair. Yeah. Uh, although, since he's retired, mm-hmm. a lot of his hair has come back. Oh, really? That's interesting. I thought that was very interesting. Wow. Yeah. The very stress or not I around certain... He ran... He he had a janitorial business. Okay. So, maybe the chemicals. Very, very successful. Okay. And it was stress. There's no right, doubt. Sure. It was stress. Yeah. Um, but he did. He showed me the pictures, and I was like, and I mean, and he knows I I would be honest with him, right? And I was like, yeah, I, I really I really can't. I mean, that one's on a rascal. I don't know what's <laughs> happening here. <laughs> He's like, I could I could even pick any of them out. I didn't know anybody. Wow. So, but occasionally I'll see a picture of somebody that I I went to school with, and I literally don't recognize them. Right. And so I'm going and looking in the mirror, going, okay. Am I just delusional? Do I have that thing where, you know, you look in the mirror and you see something else? Yeah. Maybe. But well, I mean, I well, I think I've shared this on the I air before. I thought that was but, hysterical when he was like, look at all these old people. Right. I started going to my class reunions at 25. So the 25th anniversary. I made yeah. everyone except for last year's because of COVID. Anyway, uh, when we got to 30, 35 yeah, the grays were starting to really come out, and the balds were really st- starting yeah. to come out. And then we got the 40. Right. And there's guys showing up with white hair. Uh. And I'm going, it's just 40 years. I mean, you're just, you know, 59. Right. Why is it white already? It's, well. And, uh, anyway. But some people start graying really early. So. Well, I'm hopeful for my wife that she will gray early. She, <laughs> she's uh, getting a few gray hairs in there. Okay. She's going to balance out the age. My, my mother just didn't. Looks. She just didn't gray. Really? Mm-mm. Okay. She had one little, little blip right here, and right. thankfully I've taken after her. Yeah. Because I've got friends that started graying in their twenties. Oh my! Especially when your hair is dark. Yeah. Okay. That can happen. Now that? the eyebrows—that's a different story. Yeah. But anyway, well, well uh, you just paint them on afterwards or have them tattooed, <laughs> but make sure you know you're not like 
you know, well, we had that picture of that lady. It looked like she had him tattooed like an inch too high. I had a lady on her forehead that was that was a client mm-hmm. at a job that I had, and it looked like she drew them on with a sharpie, okay. and I could not make eye contact with her. Right, I couldn't. Sure. Like I was always. I, I couldn't look at her. Right, right. I was always looking like over her head right. or like here. And I know she right, knew right. I wasn't looking, right. making eye contact, Aww. but I couldn't do it because it was so bad. And then I would get tickled and then I would think she's thinking I'm staring at her. And right. I, it was so awkward <laughs> anyway. Uh, a Rhode Island couple yes. uh, hopes to make the 2022 Halloween season extra special. What are they doing? They are... Uh, doing a walkthrough Halloween display, and they're mm-hmm. doing it upright. Right. Uh, they have uh, made a massive labyrinth in their Warwick backyard, mm-hmm. and they've been collecting donations for Floridians who've been impacted by Hurricane oh, nice. Ian. She says she has an uncle who lives in Fort Myers. Okay. And uh, th- that area was just devastated by hurricanes. Mm-hmm. And um, Danielle and Anthony have been decorating their yard and welcoming guests to Ray Hall Halloween displays okay. for seven years. Right. And the theme is the Amigon Funeral Home and Haunted Grounds. Okay. This year they added two new 10 by 20 feet tents that are filled with a lot more spooky animatronics and oh, wow. special effects like strobe lights and fog machines. And there's also more horrifying hallways to give thrills and chills. And there are 20 live actors, including students from an area high school. That's pretty cool. Wow. Um, I don't I don't like to be scared. That's yeah. not something I, I enjoy. It's not. No, it's not my thing either. Nope. I've I've never done. I mean, this is really high tech for somebody's right. house. They have paintings that talk and move. Oh, wow. And, so they've gone full, full tilt there. Huh? Yeah. Hmm. So well. they start decorating in June. Oh, my. And spend hours a day preparing the haunt. Okay. Uh, they had help from their neighbor who calls himself Phil Coffin. <laughs> the Phil Collins? <laughs> uh, he serves as the the Thundertaker. <laughs> ah, that's pretty good. <laughs> yeah. So, there you go. I think if I was going to, you know, do anything along those lines, it would have to be revolving around Christmas. That would just be my thing. Right. You know, maybe. I mean, I love I love ghost walks and things like that, right. but this this stuff is not my jam at yeah. all. And I never did Scare Mare. Oh, okay. Yeah, I, I, did, I didn't either. You, I, you never went? No, I never went in. No, nope. Nope, nope. Yeah, I took young I, people to it and waited for them. To you know, get out? To get yeah, out. No, I did that. Yeah. I've done a lot of that. That was scary enough. Right. <laughs> you know? Uh, here's another story out of uh, a, a positive one out of Fort Myers. Okay. Ashley Garner had given up ever seeing her wedding ring again. Mm-hmm. She lost it just days before Hurricane Ian crashed into the coast. Okay. Despite enlisting her husband and three young children to search their yard and garage for two days, oh, no wow. sign. Oh. She said, I had to accept it was gone. Right. Uh, it was only a thing. It was replaceable. I just sure. had to let it go. Mm-hmm. Uh, we knew the hurricane was coming, so we just said our goodbyes. The family stayed at their home during the storm, went outside to clean up as soon as it had passed. We're about 10 minutes into cleaning, and my husband's cleaning up a brush pile and trees next to the garage door, and there's a pile of brush, and he moves over the pile, and the ring was sitting there. Oh, no. On the pile. How about that? She said she couldn't believe it. Yeah, that's cool. 
Her neighborhood didn't experience the destructive flooding that many parts of the state did, but the 150-mile-an-hour winds yeah, sure. left a massive pile of trees. Mm-hmm. I just sat on the curb and uh, and was thankful yeah. that, that not only were we not hurt, but um, that I found my ring, and it just gave me a sense of hope. Yeah. I mean, it's it's just like somebody just took it and sat it right there on How the leaves. How about that? Yeah. That's a that's a cool that's, story. That's a great story. I like that story. Yeah, you had the story last week about the horse that had been gone for eight years. Living with Mustangs. Yeah. Living yeah. with Mustangs instead of Camaros. Right. They were all Mustangs. <laughs> and that and that and that had a brand and, and made it way made its way back to the owner. That's amazing. Well, because because when they collected all the Mustangs, right. they're like, wait a minute, this yeah. this dude's not a Mustang. Right. He's way too trained. Yep. So he did. He did make his way home. That was. A but cool that's story a cool, too. cool story about the. Rain. We like feel good stories. Yeah, we do. No Guys, doubt. we'll be back with more of those tomorrow for Come to the Table Tuesday. Thanks for starting your morning with us and being a part of our radio family here on the Morning Jam. Make today awesome. We'll do it again Tuesday.